Over the last 20 years working in restaurants, I met a lot of really interesting people. Uh, Bourdain called us pirates and misfits, and he couldn't be more right. Um, we really were, um, I say were, we are a hodgepodge of cultures and backgrounds, and we get to play with food all day, and we get to make a living doing that, and it's pretty damn awesome. This is what Inside the Pressure Cooker is all about. It's about making some new friends and sharing some stories with some old friends. And listen, we all know that life inside a kitchen is not for everyone. We've seen plenty of people come and go that thought they could hack it, and they couldn't. Um, it really does take a special someone not only to survive, but to really thrive in an environment of just what feels like complete fucking chaos but it's pretty damn controlled. And then just the constant pressure and the stupid hours you put in, not to mention it can be a very thankless job. Before you know it, it's all in your blood and it's the only thing you know and you need more. It's an addiction. This is the bond that all line cooks and chefs share. Um, it's becoming the heartbeat of the kitchen, as cliche as that fucking sounds, but it's in our blood which means it's fucking pulsing through our veins, and it's what we live for. This is Chad Kelly, and I've been slinging pans for over 25 years. And in that time, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of many successful kitchen teams, many of which I had the privilege of leading. And during those final few years of my career, I found that my passion was not only just in cooking, but it was the people and it was mentoring the next generation of chefs. There's something special about teaching someone how to cook, and it is probably one of the most fulfilling things there is. It's not about just putting a smile on a guest's face. After a certain time, you know, some of that luster kind of fades a little bit. I mean, it's always kind of special to a degree, especially for going above and beyond and, and really making something special for someone and just blowing them away. But it's about the people that we're on the line with day in and day out and making a positive impact in their life and helping them to be better people. So on the show today, we talk with Austin Maynard, hailing from Southern California, uh, LA area. Separate your mind from your constant grind and it couldn't seem to really slow down. So I found these things and mu music has always been something where I could put my headphones in and I could just you know, I could clear my mind, you know, listening to music, or it's a great outlet for, uh, for everything, you know, it's just, just an awesome outlet in the, and, and, and with the painting as well, I picked up, um, it's a great stress reliever for sure. We've all been in the situation where at the end of the shift or just not even at the end of the shift, but when that last ticket is finally out and you just kind of collapse and you're just like, man, what the hell is that? Uh, some people just walk off the line, go grab a cigarette or just kind of go sit in a corner for a minute. It's like, yeah, I know we need to break down and clean up, but just give me a minute. But we've all had those shifts and we will continue to have them. They're not going to go away. You know, it's, you take the good with the bad. And sometimes those shifts, it, it doesn't have to be a special occasion or holiday or anything like that. Sometimes they just come out of the blue and it's, you just all kind of look around like, damn. Um, 
But how do you unwind from that? So, Austin, elevator pitch, 30 seconds, or more or less, up to you. Who are you? I, I am a, a hardworking chef, um, very talented and uh, great person and uh, easy to get along with, very, uh, very open. Um, yeah, that's, I am trying to think of something else to, <laughs> to throw in there. But it's, well, you know, so, uh, just, this isn't a dating app, by the way. Yeah, I know exactly. That's, that's why I was like thinking, like, okay, that sounds kind of like like if I were to put a description on on getting someone. Yeah, on a yeah. Um, well, shoot, uh, I'm trying to think of maybe throw, no, throw some stuff good. together. I, I get yeah, get a little froze up on uh, on discussing. Yeah, trying to describe myself. In, in, I in get it, way. man. Um, yeah, that's. <laughs> Honestly, hey. that's what I got my wife for because when it comes to, me, I mean, it's, it, I'm just like, I don't know. Who do you, who do you want me to be? Hey, you know? I, am, uh, I am, I am who I am. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm here. I'm doing what I love. I'm just, you know, just keep on going, you know? Well, let's talk about more about what you love, um, cooking, right. And, yes. and being a chef. Like, so how'd you get into this? Well, uh, I started at very like i said very young age um very early on um in high school i got the opportunity um i, I want to say my uh senior year i got the opportunity to do an rop program uh they had a chef come in and he was professionally trained he was doing it for you know 20 20 years and he started doing classes for the school district um, at the time. And I, I got the opportunity to do it. I, I jumped right on it. Um, it was something that very, I took an interest in a very young age. Um, and from there, it just, it took off like a rocket. I mean, he, he if, if you ever get an opportunity to someone, they take you under, under your wing and they, you know, they, they show you everything. Um, that's kind of what happened with me. And, and I was so inspired by, uh, everything that he showed, showed me. Um, I had the opportunity to do catering events with him, uh, after school. Um, there was a few events that I did and then he did a intern program, which he sent the students out to go and do intern at restaurants for, you know, part-time and, uh, just uh you know i think i think just getting finding something that you're able to do um uh, that you know that you that you're good at and and that people enjoy what you're doing i uh it it really just took off from there um then i was able to um get my first head chef position at the age of 21 um wow and yeah it was uh I was brought into, it was a small barbecue restaurant, um, a very, very small little place. Um, I was brought in there, you know, just lending a hand, uh, dishwashing, cooking. Uh, then I was, you know, showed, showed what I could do, uh, my skills and how fast I was able to pick up on things and uh, keep up with, with the fast pace. Uh, the owner went ahead and gave me the title 
head chef. Um, from there, I was just, I felt like, man, I, this is it. You know, I, <laughs> I, I reached where I wanted to be. Um, like that fast though, you know, it was just so fast. I was shocked when he told me. And he, he was an older gentleman and he was, you know, getting a little bit burned out, you know, constantly running everything. And, and he put me in charge. I had about, it was a small kitchen, uh, probably a staff of four, four people. Uh, and man, it was, it was, a, it was, it was wild. You know, I was just at that age. Uh, I, I, I ended up moving. I moved to San Bernardino area and, um, I was working in multiple, multiple places there. I had my son. Um, so that kind of, that kind of was like a reality check. You know, th- things happen so fast and just, it was, yeah, it was just, uh, a lot, a lot going on at that time. And I was sure. only working, uh, I was only working a, a few different, I was working part-time, two different restaurants, uh, Riverside area and, um, uh, Colton area. Um, and I was able to get a sous chef uh, job at a little Irish pub in Colton um, and was working there for quite some time. Um, well, hey, real quick, yeah. let me back you up a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, kind of going, we're going to go back to that, that ROP program um, right. where you mentioned in, in for if, if people don't have this in area, I know California, it's ROP, it's a regional occupational program. Um, right. And it's really just about um, bringing the trades into the schools. And uh, they're actually, I, I love this, but they're starting to do a lot more of this, especially in my area. Uh, I'm in North oh, Dallas. Nice. And, um, you know, they've actually created, there's a, a whole building that's part of the school district now that it actually has its own kitchen um, and you know, so it's in addition oh, wow. to the, the, like school kids can then go there and, and work and, um, and, and develop some skills there. And which is, um, honestly it back in my time, it was unheard of. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But so you mentioned like you were excited that you, you know, is it was, you found something you love. And as long as you, you're doing something you love. Like yeah. I, I forget your exact words there, but it was something of that nature, right? Where it was just, but how did yeah. you know it's such a young age? I, because I mean, you're, yeah, there's so it, many things you're figuring out at that age, right? Yeah. Like how did you know? Yeah, that, that's the thing. Uh, I I didn't know what I wanted to do when I, um, you know, my last year of high school, I wasn't too sure what I was going to do. Um, my dad, uh, my father is in was in the advertisement business with uh, Inland Empire Weekly at the time, and you know I kind of was looking at what he did for work, and I, I didn't I, I don't I didn't see myself as very much upfront people person, and in a lot of ways uh, I, I struggled a lot with uh, being shy and 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 all that, but like I I was looking at you know, a lot of more creativity kind of, but when I, when I seen that there was a cooking program and they actually had, you know, an experienced chef doing this program, I said, I, I, you know what, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go for it because, you know, I, I love food. I, I was like, you know, yeah, why not? Why not give it a, a try and see what happens? 
And, you know, that's probably the best decision I, I've made because it, it showed me so much potential that I could do and make a career out of it. A few years, I mean, I was able to be be where I am today, you know, um, because of that, those opportunities. And uh, I actually, honestly, after that, after I did that and I was working, I went into uh, community college. Uh, Chafee College had a program, brand new program culinary program and um i went directly right into that after high school as well um and working you know all types of different cuisine and and showing me techniques just really sparked something in me at that time just just uh, amazing you know and then i'm able to take this take this ability anywhere and then it goes for all you know all the the young starting cooks and chefs out there if you 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 feel it when you're doing when you're doing this, you know you you can feel something, you know yeah. that that you feel important, and you you also being in the restaurant environment as well, like you get a you know a natural feeling, natural high from from the environment itself and the people that you're around. If if that's something that you feel, and um, you know stick with it and just keep work as hard as you can, you know, just keep going. Um, because I mean, you could do, you could, the sky's the limit, you know, sky's the limit with that. You could go anywhere, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It, once you feel it and you kind of feel that, whether it's that flame or that just kind of curiosity kind of gets peaked and just make sure that like they say, uh, you know, be the hardest worker in the room. Right. Right. Exactly. Be a sponge. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And you know, you meet, you meet so many different characters. I met so many different characters throughout the years (laughs) in the kitchens. I mean, I, I met some wild, just wild, you know, cowboy chefs that are just. Oh, it's a circus, man. Oh yeah. I mean, but it's such a rush. It's such a rush. And you know, I, I don't, I, there is no other feeling like it. I mean, in my in way, I see it in a lot of ways. Um, just the environment itself is just great. I, I get a I get a kick out of it. Uh, but man, we have a bunch of characters out there. That's for sure, and I, I love it. Right. So I mean, you, you got into this, you know, at a pretty young age, right? And you've mm. been doing this your entire adult life so far. Is there any been a time in your life where you're just kind of like, man, I should have looked at this or, you know, or just kind of you ask yourself like, man, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. I, I um, there, there was a point I, I had a little bit of a downfall period um, for about, I took a major break from, from the, from cooking like all together for about a year and a half. Um, and I was thinking of alternatives and, at the time I had my son, so it was a little bit, um, a little bit rough working the long nights and, and, and doing that and taking care of him. Um, so I, I, there, there was, there was that period and I was thinking, you know, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should stop. Maybe, you know, maybe I should maybe go back to school. Maybe I should do something else to learn another trade. Um, but I was like, I don't know where to start. You know, I, I have, I'm clueless about what what I should do and what's gonna be gonna be you know wake up wake up you know loving what I do and and feeling good about myself. Did a uh, 
a very short period, I did a, a mail route position. And that was, you know, that was, that was like, what am I doing? Uh, you know, but it was a very short break from, you know, the restaurant business and everything uh, back of house. Uh, and I did that. And um, I was like, you know what? No, this, this isn't me. I can't do this. You know, I'm not going to do something else. I'm going to do, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going for what I love. And, and, but there, there was, there's, there's a lot of doubts, you know, a lot of, yeah, it's kind of when uh, life decides to introduce itself to the passion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it. Kids have an amazing ability to completely change your perspective, too. Yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. yeah, when it's when it's just you and you're cooking, and there's no care in the world, and you're just having a great time, and then yeah. all of a sudden something else comes along where you're just like, "Oh, son of a bitch, I'm responsible for that too." Right. So yeah, I, exactly. I can't fuck around anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think with the with the added on responsibilities and stuff you have, you know, all that in the back of your mind, but you know, when you're when you're doing what you love and and you're looking forward to going to work and you you know, you're excited and you're you're making people happy and they're they're enjoying what you're what you're doing, you know. I think that's another thing that you, you know, you you get from this is from all the customers and all the people complimenting uh, everything that you do is also another rewarding uh, feeling. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that's involved, but there's also so much reward, you know, both internal, right. You know, self-fulfilling rewards. Right. Um, Right. You know, I I think I talked about this, you know, it's kind of like feeding the soul a little bit. Um, Yeah. You know, and and we all have to be able to do that because otherwise you end up doing a mail route, just wondering like, what the right. fuck am I doing? What? Yeah. Like, and then now you're lost. You've got no purpose. Yeah. You've got no soul. You're, yeah, you lost it. <laughs> I mean, and you're not going to be any happier than you know than you were before, right? Exactly. And, and so, um, like, I get it. There's always been times where you're just like, man, what am I going to do? And you know, if for those that if, when they come across this, it's just like. Hey, listen. This is—it's time. It's a place. It's a phase. Yeah. Just you got to weather the storm because exactly. the grass is not greener anywhere else. Because, right. You, you know, you, you, it might pay better. It might be better hours. It might, but it's not going to fulfill you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so you're just yeah. going to be lost at sea at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're gonna you know, you're gonna wake up not feeling great about yourself and you know you lo- you basically lose lost all your passion of what makes you feel good and what your ability is you know and and for like all the young guys out there just man if if you feel that and 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 don't lose that just keep going and I'll just keep hammering away i mean i mean i was given so much you know from chefs and giving given tasks that i didn't want to do but you know you, you got to do what the chef tells you to do you know you're, you're you're gonna do it and hey even if it's like the smallest thing or the most ridiculous thing just do it um yeah Absolutely. I do. yeah oh yeah big time no and i mean the other part too is that i, I tell everybody uh, especially young people coming into this is it's not i mean showing up is good you know, doing everything you're talking about is perfect, right? But 
don't be scared to go to the chef or the Sioux or, or, or both um, and just be like, hey, I want more. Yeah, exactly. Right? Don't, you don't, don't be scared. Challenge me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I mean, once you go and say, hey, push me, challenge me, I, I want more. I want to be able to do this. Well, first thing, they're going to hold you to a higher standard, right? So there's a lot less fuck off. It's going to be able to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're they're going to push you at times, and you know you're probably going to be pissed at them a few times because you're going to be like, "Why did I ever tell them this?" Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But now that they know, it, it's yeah, you are going to be treated differently, but in a very good way. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. and they're going to give you tasks that you may not understand at that time, but mm-hmm. it, it's like parenting, right? You yeah. know, the chef's almost like your parent, you know, and you don't understand it at the time, but there's a purpose for everything. You just have to trust and believe in that. Yeah. 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 That's that, exactly. That's a, that's a perfect point, you know, and also, you know, it always, number one, I, I've always been respectful to, to all staff in restaurants, front of house, back of house, you, sh- you know, you show up, you're, you're happy, you're, you know, always respectful to everyone, you know, and that's, that also gets you, that also gets you a lot of points, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, there's been, there's been, uh, cooks, you know, line cooks that show up and they're just, they're just like, fuck off, you know, fuck off, man. You know, I, I don't want to listen to your shit. Don't talk to me, you know, and they're just, you know, bad moods and stuff. And those guys are the ones that are, you know, they're still sitting there chopping, prepping, you know, chopping vegetables and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the, the 60 year old prep cook. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. And, and then, you know, and uh, you're always, he's always telling the same story. He's always bitching about mm-hmm. the same things. Yeah. And he's always going to bitch about how nobody <laughs> loves him. Everybody, he's, he's never appreciated. Yeah. He's, he's you know, yeah. look at me. I'm still prep cook. And it's like, well, yeah. Yeah, he's sitting there just, you know, F you, F you, and just, you know, yeah, continue, you know, cycle with that. But, you know, so he's he's for sure burned out. You know, he's just burned out, just prep cooking. <laughs> he, he, he lost the passion, I think, right? He lost it. Yeah, or maybe he didn't have it. He's just, you know, yeah. been there just punching the clock the whole time and just yeah. – uh, because I've there's plenty of people out there that, oh, yeah. you know, just the clock punchers that – um, you know, that some of them can advance just out of straight hard work, yeah. but their heart's not in it. Right. Um, oh, and yeah. you know, we've all experienced those people and it's just, yeah. um, you know, they'll, they'll try to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, I I've seen it where they try to get creative and then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, I'm doing this. And, and you can tell because their heart's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. nothing else is there either. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, very, a lot of the corporate true. guys. Let's uh, <laughs> let's jump back into that journey into the Irish pub. You got it. Yeah, sounds good. So the the shift that nobody ever talks about, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, this was like it was. I was like a Mother's Day brunch, oh. and it was the first one we had. And I think we had been only open for I think maybe a month. Uh. And it was like forced on us, like, "Hey, we're opening, we're opening." And the the restaurant was just packed constantly anyway for lunch and dinner because we right. were just the newer restaurant. And um, and it was two different colleges were on this in this city, um, and both of them had graduation weekend. Oh, 
the same weekend as Mother's Day. Ooh. And the doors opened, the wave hit, it didn't stop. And I mean, the first time you're executing a menu Mm. and it was just, man. (laughs) I I could picture it. I I could definitely. It was, I mean, it's still kind of painful to talk about because there's at a certain point, there's nothing anybody can do. Yeah. Right. It's it's scarring for sure. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep scar. Oh yeah, you know. So I'm assuming, you know, Irish, um, the Irish pub in St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's it's it was my first St. Patrick's Day there. I I, I never did one before, uh, um, and it, it was it was uh, it was a constant just bombarded i mean just it was insane it was a mess um servers were taking the food to the to the wrong tables at one point um food was was they weren't taking the food quick enough uh, uh stuff was getting cold it, it was a cluster i mean tickets were lined up i mean yeah they, it was a cluster i mean we had mount like we had tons of corned beef, corned beef and cabbage, you know, that sure. that's the traditional. And I, I don't know how many of those I did that, that night. Um, I mean, it was just, it was slammed. I mean, completely insane. Then they had, uh, they had ba- bagpipes come in and, and the whole, you know, the whole shebang. Um, it, it, it was wild. And I did, I did about after that, you know, I did four more St. Patrick's days Four four more. Cause I, st- I was there for four years, about four okay. or five years. And, um, and Did they uh, ever get any better. Uh, no, I was, it was all the same. Just crazy. Just, <laughs> just insane. Uh, yeah, just a mad, a madhouse. but you know, it, 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 it's very much, uh, very much, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, you, you get a, you get a, you get a, a, a pretty good adrenaline from all that. You know, I mean, you work, you're worked up afterwards, I think afterwards, a couple times, I was like, you know, you know, give me two pictures of Guinness. I'm fucking, I, I'm, you know, <laughs> I need, I need, I'm gonna stay here. I, I got off and I just, I, I downed, you know, just two, two things of Guinness. I sat there and I just had someone come and get me. I was just, I was like done. And I was just, yeah, yeah. Just I'm gonna sit in this corner. Leave me alone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. And. Uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty wild. Pretty pretty good stories there with the with the the four four uh, St. Patrick's days I did there. Um, yeah, each one was just just a madhouse, you know. But you know that that's the whole that's the whole experience of it. You know, it's just uh, you're there in that moment. You're you're doing you're doing what you what you're there to do, and you're, you're moving as fast as you can, and you're just swimming. You know, you're just going and going. <laughs> Uh, man, what fun times. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, you know, there's so many of these events too, that you see them coming up and you know, they're coming and you know, it's not going to be pretty. Right. And, oh, yeah. but you're just like, Hey man, it is what it is. We're going to have fun mm-hmm. as much as we can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, um, some days are just going to suck. Um, but, uh, at the end of the day, we're going to smile and laugh about it in, uh, promise that we'll never do this again until next year exactly yeah and and just uh 
yeah, have your fingers crossed until next year and just don't, don't, don't count the months leading up to that again, you know, and then it, it's, it's there, you know, <laughs> it's just, no, that's, that's how it goes. That's just, that's the, that's the life, yeah. man. <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it was actually, you know, also it was like the holidays mm. after, after Thanksgiving, it was just like, honestly, nobody seemed to be in a good mood until like the middle of January. That's, that's yes. true. I've seen that. I mean, it took a couple weeks after December, yeah, after New Year's for people to kind of get through that funk because it's just, it, it wasn't just that it was so much busier, right? right. I mean, it, busier is good. And so in, in a chef's perspective, running a busy restaurant is a hell of a lot easier than running a slow one. Right. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, just you've got, as long as you got the staff and the, the product, right? But you've planned for it and everything's going and, and things are going. But the guests are just so much more bitter. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. yeah. I've ran into that. I still run into that. I mean, it's, it's a constant thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. This is the holidays. We're all supposed to be fucking happy here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Chevy Chase. We're going to be the jolliest bunch of his assholes. This, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, that's true. It's true, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've had uh, oh yeah, so many, so many different just negative customers on on certain things. I mean, it's just the way it goes. To you got to look at it like you're always going to run into probably you know a couple dozen. You know, every year there's going to be something. You know, someone's gonna make an uproar about something and say, "This isn't. I want it done like this." And I think I also put in the questionnaire as well. There was, uh, uh, you know, modifying the the tickets. You oh, know, man. Um, it, and there's just wild stuff. Um, it's like you know, just crazy stuff. You get all these modifications, and you know, um, you know, when a and chef, then bitch, does, it's not good. Yeah, 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 and, and you know, it's like when a chef does, he, he sets up his menu, you know, he, it's all everything that he wants that he's presenting to you. Um, you know, with the ingredients he's, he's putting what he's doing and, and what you're presenting and needs to be left alone. You know, just, <laughs> just, that's it, you know, uh, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. So it, it but yeah, that, that was, uh, one of the questionnaires I remember. That I put. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I swear to God, I wish people would just leave shit alone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, there was a, a restaurant I was a part of in uh, in Dallas. It was in a um, kind of high end place in Dallas, and it um, older clientele. Mm. And I always just at one point I, I was joking about it. But I just, the menu was just going to, I was going to redo the menu mm. and I was just going to break it down into a list of ingredients that we had available. Right. Because right. the menu didn't fucking matter anymore. Right. You know, exactly. and I was just like, and some people wanted everything chopped up real fine and stuff. And I was like, you know what? We're going to open a restaurant. I'm going to call it the feedback. You just pick yeah. your ingredients and your sauce. We're going <laughs> to fucking put it into the <laughs> buffalo chopper, chop the shit out of it, throw it into, you know, add some digestive enzymes to let it start working for you. We don't yeah. want you to work too hard here. Uh, right. And we're just going to strap the shit on your face, man. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't I think like it would work very well. But no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, we're just we'll chop everything up and uh, throw it into a, a wheelbarrow, and instead of uh, spoons and forks, you just get like a little one of those miniature uh, uh, shovels, like you get for like your uh, sandcastle kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That or throw it in a, a wood chipper and just have them on the other end and just, you know, just <laughs> opening their mouth and just going going directly to them. It's all good. Oh man, <laughs> oh, that's just the way that's the way it goes. It's it's a constant constant battle, but you know there is there is customers that that do, you know, they do appreciate what the chef is presenting, the menu itself, what they're getting is the experience of what he wants to to show them and yes. showcase you know and a lot of people out there I, I would say i don't know i would say probably you know 80 percent, you know understand that in some ways i i would say and then the rest is the ones that can you chew can you chew this for me and can you slice this this way and can you you know but that's just the way it goes but it's good to see yeah. that people are experiencing what all these new chefs are doing and and what they're presenting um and you know, no questions asked. No, but I I appreciate that you bring up the amount of people that actually do, mm. you know, enjoy the food because I know you'll hear people bitching about it, especially me and other people kind of complain about the customers that just massacre everything that we try to do. But that's right. actually a very small percentage of the population and the people we deal with. Right. Um, there has been so many amazing clients and guests and. Um, that that I've had the the joy of cooking for, um, oh, yeah. and it really is. It's just a joy to cook for them, and just um, because it is, they are so damn appreciative. Yeah. Um, and and they let you know that too, and it and that just kind of helps kind of fill that bucket a little bit more for you as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's great to see that that people are so are so open now you know they're open to trying anything that you put in front of them um that that's what makes it makes it great too because i mean they're so appreciative like you said and and, um they respect the fact of what what you're presenting what you're doing you know you know it it speaks a lot that you know when when people trust you right it's it's because they trust you right when they try new things it's because they trust you and it's everybody starts at a level of trust um, and then, you know, so chefs working at restaurants, you know, if you're working on a menu, um, you know, and it's like, dude, people just don't get it. They're not, it's like, no, it's not that people don't get it. Well, actually it is, they don't get it, but you're trying to go too fast, too far or right. too far, too fast. Right. And, right. um, you know, it's it, like anything, you've got to train the guest, uh, on how to eat, um, right. you know, how to order, um, it, as well as how to trust you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, and that shit takes time. Oh yeah. It does it take, take time. It does take time to build that, that, that trust as well. When, when you, when you first open a, a place or you're presenting a new menu, it, it is, um, you know, you're always going to get questioned on, on certain things, but as long as you have the people that are open-minded, you know, and that they're open-minded to trying new things, um that's where you you get the trust as well because they're blown away you know they they try your food your menu they're blown away and they're going to keep coming back 
you know, and they're going to, you're going to build a relationship with them. And that, that's an yes. important thing as well. Um, you know, that's, yeah, that's just the way it goes. It's, uh, yeah. it's wild. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, because all of a sudden it's like you're cooking for friends. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it, that's, that's when you know you've hit it, man. Yeah. Um, so music, you mentioned this earlier, you've kind of got a, uh, guitar collection up on the wall. And, uh, yeah. I, so I'm also assuming you play. Right? I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, there are so many artists, uh, re- that, that kind of live in both worlds, the culinary world, as well yeah. as the music world. I mean, what kind of, why do you think that, that, that is so, I mean, I don't, right. I appreciate the shit on music, uh, but I'm not actually a musician by by any means, right. um, you know, shit, I don't even sing in the shower, but, well, there you like, go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, do you, what do you think that relationship is that is, is very artistic in both sides, right? Y- yes. So, 100%. Yeah. Um, I, I would, yeah, I would honestly go with the fact of, you know, it, it they're able to be creative in, in that way as well, you know, and, and cooking and, and and, and doing that and then being a, a musician, um, you know, it's kind of goes hand in hand in a lot of ways. I mean, maybe, maybe not, you know, the food part, but the creativity part, I, I, I think so. So um, what do you think came first, the starving musician looking for a job or the cook and the chef that uh, was looking for another source to express their creativity uh, or almost uh almost like a coping skill to deal with stress as well i mean with yeah. music and it, it's it's a great outlet as well right so yeah and, and that's a, that's the thing too I, I i i can't sit still for too long i'm all, i'm so animated um i like i just like using my hands for the last two years I've been doing canvas, um, acrylic art, um, and then playing the guitar. Uh, yeah, I, I just love making something, you know, making something out of nothing. But, um, I really got into the, the, the painting as well. Acrylic art, um, really something else. I, I put, I have it on my, uh, Instagram. I've done a, quite a few canvases as well. Okay. Now did the music and the acrylic, come well obviously so they came after you started cooking because you started cooking yeah i mean way early um you know in was it uh yeah like you said you just can't sit still but was it was it just because you got into those as both an appreciation or was it more just kind of a Right. I, I, I don't want to say coping, but kind of yeah. a because there's so much stress, right, that that we all deal with in restaurants. Um, you know, just oh yeah, the daily grind, the fuck the grind. Like it's just I, I mean, it is just yeah, yeah. I mean, you just get hammered. Um and you know, so rather than right. going to those couple pitchers of beer after work, you know, after St. Patty's, did you get was it because yeah, Is that where the music I, and the I would acrylic say came into def- definitely. Or... Uh, music was was definitely the first for me, uh, and um, I, I just found it where 
yeah, you could break away from all the stress and, and, you know, trying new things and seeing if, if it feels good to you and you're able to get some like relaxation, you know, from, from doing these hobbies. Um, that, that's what really helps. Yeah. Coping with, you know, coping with everything, the, the stress and trying to separate your mind from your constant grind and constant, uh, constant being slammed and, and just, it couldn't seem to really slow down. So I found these things and music has always been something where I could put my headphones in and I could just, you know, I could clear my mind, you know, listen to music or it's a great outlet for, uh, for everything, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, just an awesome outlet in the, and, and, and with the painting as well, I picked up, um, it's a great stress reliever for sure. Right. So what do you do with your acrylics? Do you try to sell them or are you just collect well, them, give them away? I was, I was, um, I was giving them away. I was doing it for family first. And, um, then my dad, my dad's boss, he showed him pictures of the one I did for him. And he ended up buying two, uh, paying for two of, of my pieces that I did. Um, nice. And, yeah, I was able to do two pieces for him, and he gave me two hundred bucks. You know, I was just—I I didn't really care about the money. I, I wanted, you know, people to, to you know, if they enjoy it, hey, more power to them because I—I just was having so much fun doing it. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, pays for supplies, so why not? Yeah, yeah, and then I said, well, what colors you want? And then this, that, and all right, you got it. <laughs> I went to town, you know, and so, but other than that, just mostly personal. Uh, was doing it just mostly personal and uh, okay. it was great, great stress reliever. And people can see that stuff on your Instagram. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have, I have a, a few on there. What's uh, your handle? What's that? What's, what's your Instagram name real quick? Oh, um, uh, chef, uh, AJ Maynard. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes too, as well for anyone looking for that as well. All right. Awesome. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. Got to give you some love there, bud. Yeah, nice. So knives, you got you got a collection oh, of knives going on. Oh yeah, um, that that started at uh, well, I started with with like pocket knives. You know, I'm just fascinated with with all types of knives. Um, so I started with pocket knives at a very very young age. I was probably got my first pocket knife when I was uh, let's see, like ten ten years old. I got a um, a buck 110 with a hole with a hold a holster and my grandpa gave it to me he handed it down to me from there i just really uh started a collection and then when i started my my um getting into cooking in 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 high school i saved up enough money and i got a a hinkles set mm-hmm. um it was my first starting set i still have them to this day uh, but I, I acquired quite a few knives over the years, chef knives, hunting knives. I just, I, I love collecting. Um, what's your love, favorite one? Uh, I, I, I honestly, I still, I love my Hinkles. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I love those. Um, I have my, uh, I always can't pronounce it. Uh, what's what, uh, the Ger- uh, German, uh, uh, what, yes, yeah, I have a I have a set of those. Um, 
Yeah, all, I, all those. I have a few Japanese steel ones, um, but I can't remember the name on the top of my head right now. But they, they, I, I probably spent probably have like ten thousand dollars worth of, of of knives, and I have a huge box. I mean, a huge box. It has locks on it and everything, and I store them in there. And I, I have, I have all a bunch of cases I carry. I have them in my car. I have, you know, everywhere. So. Just, yeah, one of my favorite things to do as well, you know? I love it. Knives are definitely a chef's best friend, obviously, for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, Where I actually started doing it where it was almost an excuse to buy a knife. Um, Right. But it was an excuse where uh, nobody could argue with me about it, my wife. And, And every time I'd open a new restaurant... And so I've actually had the good fortune of part of several, several openings. Uh, but I would buy a knife specific to kind of that restaurant and what I was doing. Uh, right. It was, and it was a completely unique knife in, in so many ways. Is And now every time I see that knife, it's it's related to that restaurant right right and so um, that's that's awesome. I like that. I like yeah, that. and I mean, you you have, I mean, I've got knives that are over 20 years old as well you know that i've yeah. some of my first knives in like anything they're like cast iron like you take care of them they will last you forever i mean oh yeah i yeah. i hope my kids will take my knives from me one day after i'm fucking dead but <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, um, why, that's what i tell, tell my son i said I said all the all this all this man. When I go, I hope you appreciate these, and you just you just keep handing them down, you know, and appreciate it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I no, same same thing. Each one will have a story to tell. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Austin, I I really appreciate your time tonight. Um, oh yeah, it's thank been you. Much talking I'm, to you. I I'm so I'm so grateful uh, for uh, for you having me come on I, i'm i was i'm so thrilled about it um it was great talking with you yeah definitely stay in touch i i, I had a great time thank you oh thank you man i appreciate it and thank you for listening to this episode of inside the pressure cooker if you enjoyed this episode and feel like you're able to take something away from it please go to apple podcasts and rate and review us um, if you don't use apple Podcasts, please follow us as well as share this episode with a friend. This is a publication by Rare Plus Media, hosted and produced by me. From Rare Plus Media and myself, Chad Kelly, thank you for listening. Keep kicking ass.